and welcome to Let's Talk Diz, a show that gives you everything you need to know to help make your Disney vacation as magical as can be in just about 20 minutes. I'm your host, Jeff Coviello, and with me each week is Disney Master Sandy from Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services. Sandy, how are you tonight? I am so happy, Jeff. I am back where the magic all began today. Well, as we are recording, it is late in the evening, Eastern Standard Time on June the 15th. So I know there's been a lot of changes. I know that you are on property in California. So let's start with what changed today that allowed you to be there. It allowed me to be here. I have been impatiently waiting, and I will readily say that, that Disneyland, when they reopened, by state code could only open to California residents. And today is the first time that non-California residents could be in the parks and you bet I didn't want to miss it. Well, it sounds like you. Okay. Is there anything else that's changed across the domestic parks today? So you may all stand in a different spot on this, but as of today, both in Walt Disney World and in Disneyland, Those 12 and over that are fully vaccinated can experience the parks without a mask. So definitely a big change to see so many unmasked guests and see all those smiles again. Um, It does appear, whether it's a company line or a personal choice, every cast member that I saw still had a mask. Some still opted to do shields, but a huge portion of park guests were mask free. Okay. So a couple of bit of changes today. Uh, let's, let's jump right in. And for those of you that are listening, this is going to be a little bit of a different flow for you than possibly normal. We're going to record this as close to, to what we call live to tape as possible. Very little editing on our part. Sandy, you are in Disney. You don't ever edit, do you? <laughs> we're flawless each show. Yeah, of course. Uh, but you are in Disneyland today, as you mentioned, You got a chance to see Avengers Campus. I couldn't be more excited for the conversation we're going to have today, but I would be foolish if I didn't allow you to just kind of give us a little bit of a breakdown of what you saw, and I'm going to kind of pepper you with questions if that's okay with you. So I guess give us us the overview before we even get started. What did you see today? You bet. And I will say, I think we're starting to see a real pattern with Disney. Lands open when they're not all done in the hopes that maybe... It slows the crowd a little bit. Avengers Campus opened two weeks ago, and they've kind of redone the campus. It's in the former Bugs Land spot. It is the new Web Slingers attraction. They have moved Guardians of the Galaxy into Avengers Campus, and there is one more attraction to come, Avengers Quinjet Experience. That is going to be the high thrill attraction, but we do not have an opening date for that yet. Really big in this section of the park, which I loved, four different live shows. You could catch one probably every 15 to 20 minutes because there were so many of them. Of course, our favorites, shopping and eating as well, (laughs) all incredibly themed. Okay, so now let's just kind of paint the picture for some folks. You say four shows that are live Where are we going to catch these? It's not a sit-down theater, is it? It is not a sit-down theater, and you're going to catch them, as odd as this sounds, on the sides of a building, on the rooftop of a building. Our Avengers have incredible powers, so keep looking up, keep your eyes peeled. 
You're going to find the shows. One other thing that I love because we're getting pretty close to normal again. Use your Disneyland app. And because they're not worried about crowds gathering so much anymore, you can hit that entertainment spot and actually see all of the showtimes for all of the experiences. So if you want to get them all, you can definitely fit them all in. So let me just kind of paint this picture in my own head and you tell me if it's right. They have this, this Avengers campus architecture, so to speak, that, that they've created this land. And in this land, organically, we see some of these superheroes, these Avengers, these Marvel characters appearing in different places as if they were coming out of a building that they were in or if they were going to do something specific and that's when the show takes place. So it actually is very immersive in the same way that we saw a lot of things roll out with Batu. Is that fair? That is very fair. And I was just going to say, if you've been to Batu, you're going to see a lot of similarities in how the land works for the average vacationer. It starts with that semi-dreaded, sorry, Disney, virtual queue. So if you want to ride Web Slingers 7 a.m. before you even get to the park, you need to have a park reservation and give that virtual queue a try. I'm going to be honest here. I logged in and I pulled down the menu and it was 6.59 and I pulled down the menu again, it was 6.59. I pulled down the menu again, it was still 6.59. I pulled down the menu, that little join button lit up. I thought I was, you know, going to have a little bit of a miracle here. I hit the join button. I'm the only person in my Disneyland app. So there was not a lot of checking to do for my party size. And I hit that join button again. It had not even turned to 7.01 on my clock and wah, wah, wah. Sorry, we're full. Hmm. Pretty devastating start to the day for me, I'm going to be honest. Yeah, definitely. The good news, because there is no standby queue, it's virtual queue only to ride this, very similar to Rise of the Resistance. Um, The second time the queue opens during the day is at 12 noon. And I have to say, just like you see in Walt Disney World and in Batu over here, kind of nobody was moving in the land. There were just people standing everywhere, staring at their screens. And you knew when it was 12, even if you weren't trying to get that next boarding group, because the cheers went up all around you. And I happened to be standing next to this mother and daughter talking to them. And they got theirs, and I didn't get mine. Mine was a little slow, but thankfully I got it. And she was very excited, and she's like, we're 242. And I said, I'm 131. How is my number before yours when you got it first? And she said, I don't know. We're just thrilled that we got into Rise of the Resistance. So people are trying at noon for two different virtual queues. Regardless of which park you have a reservation for, you can do either virtual queue for the second half of the day. Okay. So you got in though. You got it. You got, the, I got you got to ride. Um, the I, web did a, I was saying I was what I was doing that second queue from in the land and the land doesn't open for a lot of people in the morning. My biggest piece of advice for people, if you don't have um, the number to be able to go on web slingers early in the morning, Skip Avengers Campus. Do not go there first thing. 
within five minutes of park opening, they estimated that the standby line that I was on would take three hours for me to be allowed into the land to shop, to eat, and to watch the shows. Thankfully, it turned out to be about 75 minutes, but I will tell you, I went past there at 3 p.m., 4 p.m., 5 p.m. It was either walk right in or under five minutes. So while the excitement is there and you want to see it right away, there's nobody excited to stand online. So wait till later in the day. You'll have the chance to do everything. And that's just to enter the land, right? Make that clear that's one more time. just to enter the land. Yeah. Okay, so let's go back to the attraction, the Web Slinger attraction. You said that you finally got your your reservation on the, the virtual queue. Tell us a little yes. bit about the experience. It's an awesome literal queue. Walking through it, there's lots of things to read and kind of little Disney geek facts, as I call them, all about Spider-Man and building this Web Slinger. It starts with a pre-show, which has some cool virtual elements. I don't want to spoil it too much for anybody. Then you head to your cars. It is four people to each side of the car. Similar if you can picture riding Toy Story Midway Mania, where there's two of you in the front of the car and two of you in the back of the car. Mm -hmm. This is four across on both sides. So it's a full car. And then you're off. Got it. Okay. And... Again, similar to Toy Story, you're trying to rack up your points. But unlike Toy Story or Buzz Lightyear, there is no gun. There is no thing. It's all about pulling the spider webs with your hands. So you are literally reaching out. I definitely played with it for a couple of minutes to see, does it really know what I'm doing? Is it giving me points anyhow? How am I doing with grabbing the stuff? I was a little bit of an embarrassment next to the people. Sharing my car, who were working very hard, they were very serious about what they were doing. But it was a lot of fun. I really wasn't sure, you know, with it being your hands and a little harder to see, are you actually getting the target? But I had a good time at it. I could see myself improving. You do go through, similar to Toy Story, different windows. So they tell you you're almost done and then it closes off and you go for a little ride. I would say my only regret was I wish it was a little bit longer. But it is the type of thing where you're scoring points. That's the premise you're behind it. You're scoring points and you've got your own score in front of you. As you leave each window, it tells you what your group score is for your side of the car, even if you are playing with strangers. And then similar to Toy Story, as you're walking out, there's a leaderboard of the best people for the last hour and a leaderboard for the best people of the day. So if you're competitive, this is a great spot for it. The only problem is it's a one-time virtual queue per day. So as much as I loved it and I would have liked to have gone and seen if I could improve my score, that's it. I'm done for today. Now, you had mentioned Toy Story Mania. You had mentioned Buzz Lightyear when you talked about this particular attraction, is this an attraction you're wearing glasses for? Is it without glasses? How is you're that right. working? It is 3d glasses. And I think one of the differences, again, I said to you, there is no device and that's not entirely true. If you want to get higher scores and grab more webs and bots, you can actually buy 
a special arm that you strap onto your hand that helps you pull things more. With a one-time cue per day, I'll be honest, $24.99 for the enhancement wasn't happening. I would say the queue is super windy. Even once your group is called, you're kind of winding all over. I would say I got a look at about 200 people that were riding near me. I didn't see the hand on anyone, but I will say I saw plenty of places to buy it throughout the whole park, not just in Avengers Campus. That was going to be my question. So it, it, you're not necessarily having to look for it just within Avengers Campus. You could buy it throughout the, the no, park. No, there is no shortage of souvenirs. <laughs> All right, cool. So there's one more attraction to come. Is there anything that's built where we're going to see where this next attraction will be? This Avengers Quinjet experience? I believe, and I won't swear to this, but I believe it's in the huge blue Avengers building. Um, You can check out our Facebook page for pictures, or if you saw the opening night, I believe it's going to be in the building where the Avengers do one of the rooftop shows. Okay. But there wasn't anything that was that was very glaring saying coming soon right here, that type of thing. It didn't exist. It like definitely that. wasn't. There were a lot of doors that looked like they would be open to guests that just weren't right now. Now, the four shows that you've got uh, that we spoke about that exist, you got Amazing Spider-Man, Avengers Assemble, Warriors of Wakanda, and Doctor Strange Mysteries of the Mystic Art. Did you get a chance to see all of them or, or were they not? I saw three out of the four of them and I was pretty wowed and they're very different. Um, the three that I saw all use either very different special effects. Spider-Man had a lot of special event effects. Avengers Assemble had one. The Warriors of Wakanda, um, and I have a brief video snippet. I'll try and upload it before I get out of here. Um, Just a really neat, almost like a Jedi training, a real feeling for what it was like to be in Wakanda. Very cool. And I have to imagine just knowing the intellectual property of Dr. Strange, the the special effects that you spoke of for Spider-Man, amazing Spider-Man and Avengers assemble. I think the the special effects for Dr. Strange are going to be probably very similar. It's a, it's a trippy they movie really, to begin with. You know, so. Again, every new land we see come, they're able to up their game a little bit because technology changes so much. So I'd be surprised not to see some great things with that one as well. But all of those are currently showing. You just didn't get a chance personally to see that fourth show. Correct. Okay, good. I'm here taping with you, which is why I missed that last <laughs> one. Well, we appreciate that. Uh, unfortunately, you missed that one, but it's good that the audience gets to hear you know, what's going on in real time. Uh, you mentioned food, so do you want to break down the the couple of dining options that are that exist within the land? You bet. And here comes tip number two for those of you going to Avengers Campus: the Pim's Test Kitchen. I thought had some great variety of foods, some really fun food. But as we've seen trending in Disney, it's mobile ordering only, and because people were saying my food is ready to try and kind of bypass the line and get in. They've set up PIMS test, test Kitchen and PIMS Test Lab so that you can't mobile order unless you are within the Avengers Campus itself. You can't do it anywhere in the park like you can with the others. And it is super popular. So I would say the minute you enter the land, if you want food, grab it right away because 
your next available pickup time most likely is going to be two hours away. Oh, wow. Okay. And, and that's a that's a big difference from the rest of the park. Yes. The rest of the park, you can go on all day long in order. But this, and again, it may change as, you know, the land isn't so new and so popular. Um, though I will say... Very interesting in my Facebook memories, Cars Land came up because that was nine years ago. Um, and this morning there was a line for Cars Land waiting to get in and a line for Avengers Campus. So who knows when the popularity will change. Right. But Pim's Test Kitchen, such fun food. For those of you that are looking for a cocktail, it comes in a souvenir beaker. It was absolutely adorable. Cool. I had the giant pretzel that it just blew up and was the size of about five pretzels. <laughs> and then I had this really good chicken sandwich. And the idea is that the chicken patty grew and the bun shrunk. So, so it's probably smaller than a slider bun and by far the biggest piece of chicken I have ever seen in my life. <laughs> um, but panko coated, nice and crispy, great lunch option. Cool. And, and, and the, themed too, which is awesome. Definitely themed. The Pim's Test Lab, not to be confused with the Test Kitchen, is all drinks. Okay. So if you're looking for those specialty cocktails, you can just go to Pim's Test Kitchen, uh, Pim's Test Lab. But if you want food, you need to go to the kitchen. Got it. One of the complaints that I heard is that when they opened the campus, that big 10 days ago, um, the shawarma stand was on mobile ordering and it no longer is. And I think the reason for that, again, highly themed food, your shawarma cart, I think it was so incredibly popular. They actually added a second park, a second stand in the opposite end of the campus. So they didn't want you mobile ordering and showing up in the wrong spot. Yep, that makes so total sense. So now there's one by the entrance and one by the exit. Not surprised that it's popular. Very not surprised that it's popular. <laughs> Super popular. All right. So what about some snacks? Any snacks in the land that we they have going? some unique snacks? Um, I, I will say I didn't love them. That doesn't mean that you won't. Um, they really, again, went thematic. No surprise there. Um, there is a green churro just to find something a little unique for you there. Sure. Um, and that churro is a pineapple churro. So again, that whole Pim's Kitchen kind of idea, I think, takes over there. You would expect the pineapple thing to be yellow, yeah. but it's green. Okay. And then there is a cosmic cream orb. It's sort of a unique kind of donut with a whipped raspberry cheesecake filling. Oh my goodness. Um, it was interesting. I won't say that I'm rushing back to buy either <laughs> of them again, but how can you not try them? No, you have to try them. And and you bit the bullet for us having to try them. I know that's a big sacrifice to try these new uh, these new you items. You know, somebody's got to do it. It's a difficult job. It really, really is. Um, all right, so you know, a couple different snacks. You know, I, I guess my my major question to you that we really haven't, you know, explored too much is, you know, when they open these new lands, they build these structures and they build these different buildings to be so immersive to the intellectual property that we're familiar with. 
I hate to make you compare children, but can we compare children? <laughs> how does it how does it stack up to some of the the things that they've done over the last decade or so? Something like Cars Land, something like uh, Toy Story, you know, Toy Story Land and Batu. Like, how, where does it rank among those? Have they have they remained consistently strong in presenting the intellectual property? So I have to pick a favorite child. Um, <laughs> I, I, I hesitate to answer this one. It, it's not Avengers Campus for me. Okay. Um, Avengers Campus is unique. Kudos to the Imagineers. There's a lot of things going on there and a lot to love and a lot to see. But that Galaxy's Edge team, those of you who worked on Batu. You knocked it out of the park. You set the bar so high that it's going to be hard. Now, I will also say one of the things with Batu is I think they gave them a little bit more space and you just kind of, that minute that you walk in, there's that chance to detach yourself from the park and kind of transition in. But we've talked before how Disneyland definitely does not have the gift of space. And so it's a real quick right in and there you go. Um, but again, they did a great job for Marvel fans. They really deliver. They hit the key characters. They also have character meet and greets. So in addition to being able to see them and get pictures while they're in these shows they were available for photos with them so that's a big thing and again i'm not the biggest avengers fan i'll say that it's not totally my thing but the people walking through you'd know that a character came out on top of that campus building because all of a sudden didn't matter who came out you'd hear multiple people start to scream we love you, you know, and so <laughs> you know that they delivered what the fans were looking for, which is what it's all about. Well, I am a very, very big Marvel fan, and I'm very excited that this has come to life. For those of you that follow any bit of Disney information, you know that they cannot replicate this at recording time on the East Coast due to prior licensing agreements prior to the purchase of Marvel on Disney's end. So, unless you're going to find some of this on a ship this is or 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 overseas this is where you're going to find it in the United States so th i'm really excited that you went i'm glad you were able to share some things with us that that you saw today anything that you want to share before we we close out today and 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 maybe go to bed <laughs> the only thing i will share initially i was disappointed for guardians of the galaxy fans um in order to get on that ride, you had to get in the Avengers Campus queue, which kind of didn't seem right to me. Mm -hmm. But when I walked past it, I'll say that for those of you that are fans of the ride, it's actually a win if you look at it differently. Because they're controlling the flow into the land, if you want to ride that over and over, we would typically see 60, 80, 90 minute waits there. I passed it multiple times and it was 25 to 35. So there's your silver lining. You can ride it multiple times without the weight. That is a silver lining. That's good. That's good. Well, again, like I said, I thank you for taking the trip out to California. I know it was a, a sacrifice on your end to get out there, 
but somebody no, had to do it. Knowing you the way that I do that, I knew there was absolutely no chance you were going to uh, miss out the opportunity the first day that you could be there as a non-California resident. So it's open, folks. You heard it here. Sandy was there. She said it was amazing. Reach out to your travel specialist and let's get there. Sandy, thanks for taking the time tonight. Thanks, Jeff. We'll talk soon. And that's a wrap this week on Let's Talk Diz. If anyone you know could benefit from this or any show, please share, have them like, and subscribe. And don't forget to reach out to the folks at Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services for any Disney destination plan. Make it a great week. And as always, keep making memories. <laughs>